Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to Coaching with JBK. Welcome, welcome, yours truly, JBK, with another roundup of the WSL and championship results and not only that but we will also be speaking about at time of recording the continental cup tires uh rounds um and we're talking about those the quarterfinals when it comes to that cup itself um so we'll get into it and we will have a special feature segment on a result that happened over the weekend of the 22nd the 21st and the 22nd of January where a game was allowed to start and was called off literally within six minutes. So let's get into it very quickly. So we'll start off with the game on the 21st of January. It was Manchester City against Aston Villa. Manchester City taking the lead in the 28th minute by Cassianos. Um, she scored very quickly before a reply from Hansen in the 31st minute gave the points and ultimately a good start to the year for Aston Villa. Looking at it from that point of view, Aston Villa brought in a few players and we will get to the January transfers as the January transfer window closes, which will be in about a few days time. And then we'll move on. That was the first of, of many results, but we'll go to the next one. Some big games um, coming up in that one. Then we'll talk around the game itself that was cancelled. It was Chelsea against Liverpool. Game was basically started and then within six minutes, the game was finished. Nil-nil. That was what was recorded. Hopefully the game will be replayed as it just doesn't seem right that it was played in the first place and the result pretty much shows that Chelsea could have had a, a win or Liverpool could have got another surprise win which would have taken them a little bit further up the table but you never know and this is this is where we want the results to be as fair and as just as possible and it does shine a very dim light on the safety that is con- um, that is concerning players not just of the women's game but also of all the games, futsal, football, um, the men's side, and youth football as well. Um, but usually, with, because we're talking about the women's game, let's let's shine a sh- shine a light on the organisation of the WSL, and that's where that's where the problem is in general. Moving it on, Everton three, West Ham United nil. Our first goal came in the third minute from a corner. Home guard with the first goal. Finnegan with a goal from another corner in the 12th minute. And then Beaver Jones with a nice superb run to score in the 70th minute to give Everton a 3-0 win. 
And then we finish off with our final game on the 22nd of January. Forgot that the other two games were played. So Chelsea, Liverpool and Everton, West Ham were also played on the Sunday, the 22nd of January. Reading nil, Manchester United won. This goal from Williams, you would think it was never going in. It was never going in. And then all of a sudden she's worked her way into the spot, in, into a good spot, shown very good composure under pressure and managed to find the back of the net to give Manchester United a well, an important win. I wouldn't say deserved, but an important win nonetheless. Reading did have their chances as well. We move it on to the table itself. And with that, based on the results that were played and whether it is a game that's been played by Chelsea and Liverpool, Manchester United on 28 points. Chelsea Chelsea now on 28 points, what two goal difference um, with a goal difference of plus two in Manchester United's favour. Arsenal, with their game postponed against Brighton, is on 25 points. Manchester City on 23 points. Everton on 18 points after that win. Aston Villa with that draw on 16. West Ham United on 15 points after their loss. Spurs, with their game um, cancelled against Leicester City, they're still on nine points. Liverpool on eight points. Obviously, they would love to see if they can get that game replayed and see if they can get some points on the board. Reading, obviously, with that loss, unfortunately, on seven. Brighton, hopefully, with their game postponed, can find another time just to play against Arsenal. Um, Also on seven points. And then Leicester City on three they went and won the lead, won a game last week, but then this week a game is called off. And it's tough for a lot of these teams. A lot of these teams is tough. Um I'll go back to the, the go back to the, the game itself and Chelsea Liverpool after after what was the opening day um shocker by by uh, by Liverpool on the day. You're like, oh, well, they've got some, they've got some good work coming through, and they're they're really trying to push, push forward, to get their results. And this, this basically was one of those where you go into it and you think, right, we can still get something from this game. Didn't happen, unfortunately. That's that's football, but and but for the reason that it was cancelled, the safety of the players should have been taken way beforehand. There was a lot of fans that travelled to Chelsea's um, home ground of King's Meadow Stadium and should have been told rightly or wrongly the day before, maybe even um, on the day, don't travel, it's not worth the risk, stay home. That's what should have happened. It didn't and a lot of people are, are now thinking, well, why did I travel for a game that was ultimately not play- not deemed playable by the players? by the coaching staff of both teams, by anybody that could see what the pitch was like on the day, besides the organisers of the match. So that's the referee, that's others. It was said um, it needed to be it needed to have look, been looked at and called off and it should have been called off sooner, but the referees were happy and adamant that it could go ahead. That's the problem with, with this because it's a bigger scale now that you don't even just look at it from a a footballing perspective across the board. But you're talking about it being, this is the WSL, this is possibly going to be the best league in the world. 
and to attract players, this is not what they're going to want to see. That the league is the league is not being uh, the players are not being um, being thought of. They're not being um, they're not being safeguarded against these these situations, and that's what should happen. Um, and it didn't, and that's where the problem lies. So I'm hoping that the league actually look at this, recommend a better, um, a, a more suitable date for the uh, for the game, and in the meantime, they ensure that the safety of the players are taken first, and look and review into why the decision was made to play the game for only six minutes, despite seeing, and there was visible dis, um, distress, seeing that the pitch was not in a good spot players were slipping over one player literally slipped three times i watched i watched it a little bit and i, I watched that the player slipped three times in the space of maybe seconds on a piece of turf that probably should have been fought out but it wasn't we didn't have enough forget the undersaw heating forget all the other stuff the safety of the players should have been taken um, seriously and it wasn't so I hope that the FA look into that um, that that choice. I hope they regard it as a not a an appropriate choice to safeguard not only players but also the game itself. If you're looking to safeguard the game, then also have a look at how we can actually make sure that the women's game gets moved forward with things like this not being a part of the game in the future. Anyway. Anyway, I'm not dismissing it, and I don't like it, and I hope it never gets, um, it never happens again. But must move on because I really want to get these results out there as well. Because we've also got the Conti Cup to talk about, and the weekend that is coming up for the 27th and 28th of January, uh, the 28th, 29th of January. Sorry, will be, will be the Women's FA Cup. So. Starting off with the championship, the women's championship, and um, we look to the result of Sheffield United 1, Blackburn Rovers 1. The first goal coming in the 25th minute for Blackburn, the 25th minute by Jordan, and then a return on goals in the second half by Wilcock in the 49th minute. We move it on to the first proper win for Coventry United this season in the league. Their first goal came in at the third minute and it was a 3-2 win by the way. So three minutes from McAteer, the first goal that came in, they took a 2-0 lead by Morris taking the um, scoring in the 20th minute. Hughes came back with a goal in the 28th minute to give Crystal Palace a an option and a chance to get back into the game. But the last goal for Coventry United was scored in the 42nd minute, which meant that they had more than 45 minutes to hold on. By Ryan Dahl, she scored in the 42nd minute. Blanchard with a goal in the 80th minute for Crystal Palace, which meant that Coventry United have got their points. They've got their points to stay up. Can they do it once again? Can they have that type of run once again? They did it once. They could possibly do it again. We move on. Birmingham City 1, Sunderland 3. Scar with the first goal for Sunderland in the 41st minute before Pinnock 
scores in the 44th to equalise. Then we get two goals in the second half for Sunderland, which gives them a 3-1 lead, a 3-1 win. 55th minute for Brown and McCatty in the 67th minute. Some good, good points for uh, Sunderland there. Durham nil, Southampton nil. Nothing really to sh- um, to share the spoils on on this one, but good results all round for both, which meant that they get more points on the board for them to focus on. And when we look at the table, with London City Lionesses not playing, Bristol City not playing, Southampton getting that extra point, so it puts them three po- four points away from top, but three points away from Bristol City, who have two games in hand of, over them. London City Lionesses also have one game in uh, a game in hand over Southampton. Charlton Athletic, you did not play, have 19 points, but played two games less than Southampton as well. Birmingham City played a game less, also won 19 points. With that loss, it didn't necessarily help. Lewis FC on 16 points. Crystal Palace on 15 points after that loss and what uh, and what a famous result that is for Coventry United played 11 on 15 Sunderland on now on 13 played 12 Blackburn Rovers on 13 played 11 Durham FC on 12 points played 11 Sheffield United on 11 uh, played on 8 points played 11 and Coventry United with a minus 32 goal difference. And I don't really want to bring that up every time, but seriously, this could be one of those seasons where the results, the minus the minus goal difference will, will matter less and it will mean more if the points can get onto the board. So three points for Coventry United, but play 12 games. Can they get back into this as much as possible? And we finally look towards the final results coming our way. And those results will be the Conti Cup that were played during the week at time of recording. The week of the 24th to the 26th of January. So just want to recap on some of the results that were played on the 18th of January. I don't think I really mentioned those ones, so I'm going to just really recap on those ones. The quarterfinal was played this week, but the last group games were played on Wednesday, the 18th of January. Lewis FC 0, Bristol City 1, Leicester City 0, Manchester City 1, Brighton and Hove Albion 3, West Ham United 0, and Blackburn Rovers against Sunderland was postponed so we move on and it's a tough it's a tough one for Blackburn Rovers and Sunderland I believe that that game would have been cancelled out anyway because it wouldn't have mattered at all but we have Bristol City against Manchester City on the 25th of January big game um, for Manchester City and obviously a big game for Bristol City going strong in the WSL championship, well, the WSL and the championship respectively. Both teams were looking to get into the semi-finals as quickly as they could and get some results. However, this one ran out 
Manchester City winning by six. Six goals to nil. With goals being pretty much scored in different parts of the game. Just to try and own in on the goodness of their result there. So we'll start off with Hayley Russell with the goal in the 8th, getting her 2nd in the 12th minute. Then Bunny Shaw on the 30th minute, getting her goal. Hemp with her goal with her 1st in the 35th minute, before Fowler got another goal in the 44th to wrap up the scoring in the first half and make it 4-0 by half-time. Hemp with her 2nd, 15 minutes after the, the half-time whistle. Started for the second second half. And then Kennedy, Alana Kennedy, with a goal in the 88th minute to make it Manchester City 6, Bristol City 0. All right. So we move it on and we go to our next result, which was Liverpool 0, West Ham United 1. Watching this game, it was... I only watched the second half, so I've missed most of it. But there was a goal that was disallowed in the first part of the second half. For Liverpool, there was a possible coming together and it was called for an offside as we didn't see who it was. There was it, it just made no sense. It was just one of those where the ball had come off and ricocheted off of a West Ham player. Liverpool had gone and put the ball into the back of the net. It was then cancelled out. We're still trying to work it out, but the game is now dead and buried. Unfortunately, that also means that Brynäs Dottir got a goal in the 87th minute from a great cross to put Liverpool out and put West Ham United through to the next round. Tough result, that is, because, yeah, Liverpool were in were in the ascendancy. They had their chances, but eventually um, they got found out with, with, one, with one shot on target from what I saw in the second half. West Ham were, were struggling to, to get some shots off, but they also got some shots off towards the end, were pretty much winning the ball back in, in the final third, having shots off inside the area, and at some point they were going to put one in the back of the net, and they did. Moving it on, moving it on. Tottenham Hotspurs 1, Chelsea 3. Kirby with a goal in the 38th minute. Kirby with a goal in the 68th. And then Kerr with a final goal in the 86th minute. Kerr did not didn't think that she um, scored really scored in that in that game in the, the first goal. She felt like it came off as um, came as a as a known goal, but it was gifted to her. Kirby with another goal, which was a great goal to to be finished off with a nice nice move. And then finally with Kerr with a sweet pass. Can't remember who who played the pass. I think it might have been Neve Charles. But with a superb pass, a reverse pass into Kerr's feet, she literally dinked it over the keeper to finish off the scoring for Chelsea. Drew Spence against her old teammates managed to turn the turn on the ball, take a touch into space and unsettle one defender and then shoot from about 30 yards outside the box. Curled it around the goalkeeper to score pretty much the best goal of, of the the evening, in my opinion. But, yeah, what a goal. What a goal from Drew Spence. Well done. And that means that we only have one game left to find out who goes into 
the semi-finals. We have Arsenal versus Aston Villa at time of recording will happen on Thursday the 26th of January at 7.45 Meadow Park. If you get a chance to go, then by all means, please do so. It'll be nice for there to be a big turnout for the Continental Cup game. And now we move on. We move on to the bigger game, which or the bigger games at the moment, which will be this weekend, Sunday, the 29th of January, all the way through to. Yeah, all the way through to the end of uh, end of time, um, end of the weekend. So we have games starting from 12 o'clock, the 12 o'clock kickoffs, which will be the women's FA Cup, Tottenham Hotspur against London City Lionesses. And Durham FC against Crystal Palace. So there's two games there. And then we've got three, uh, one o'clock kickoffs. Everton against Birmingham City. Chelsea versus Liverpool. Now, after talking about what happened last week, let's see what happens this week. I hope it gets played. If not, there needs to be an alternative venue. But really and truly, this should be played at King's Meadow. So let's hope that it gets played. Also, a one o'clock kickoff, Sunderland against Manchester United, Manchester City against Sheffield United. And then two o'clock kickoffs come in, Wolverhampton Wanderers against West Ham United, a big game for Wolves, who are not in the championship, but will be aiming to get there themselves. Ipswich Town against Lewis FC, another big game for Lewis and Ipswich Town. Burnley against Cardiff City, big game over there. In the north northwest, West Bromwich Albion against Brighton and Hove Albion, another big game. Arsenal against Leeds United, another big game for Leeds United. Um, could be a possible scalp against Arsenal, but you never know. Coventry United against Hashtag United, another big game for both teams. One team is working on their way, trying to get their way back into the championship. Hashtag United doing well in Tier 3. And then the three o'clock kickoffs, Bristol City against Oxford United, AFC Wimbledon against Charlton Athletic, two big games there. Nice little South West and South East derby that is in London. And we have four o'clock kickoff, Leicester City against Reading, and a six o'clock kickoff in Aston Villa versus AFC Fylde. Big games coming up. I hope you get the chance to watch them. And I have been your host, JBK, once again. I hope you guys get the chance to watch this. I might, I will, should be doing a special feature segment on the game between Chelsea and Liverpool that was played last weekend. And I'm also going to do a special feature segment based on, based on the transfers that have also happened. There's been a few transfers, not just on the pitch, but also off of it as well. So, yours truly is signing off. I hope you guys have had a great week. Have a great Great start to the year. We're almost at the end. We're going for this 2023. Big, big year. Peace. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.